Okay, yacht a horn toad listeners. This is Clagato Veteran Podcast, Season Two, Episode Four, and on today's episode, tonight's episode, we'll be talking about uh, the update on the local VA claim event that happened today over in um, San Benito. Our number two subject will be slaughterhouses on the reservation. Number three will be about livestock pawning. And number four will be about hiring local security to protect the community. And I am your host, Mateo Native Ravager. And this time, I'm here with a guest. And my guest is Mr. Cowboy. Mr. Cowboy, say hello. Howdy. (laughs) So Mr. Cowboy is going to be here with me to help me um, get through episode four. He's got some different interesting... um, points of view on some of these subjects that I have, which is good because we all need different um, subjects. I mean, we all need different points of view because like I say, I don't want to be right all the time. And, um, you know, it's always good to have second opinion and, you know, just kind of keeps me in check and then also helps me expand my mind a little bit more. So Mr. Cowboy, what we're going to do here is partially an interview and, I'll go ahead and start off this first subject of the night, which is um, an update on the local VA claims event that happened in uh, in in um, <laughs> Benito. There we go, man. I can't even think of that crazy place. But okay, Mr. Cowboy, here we go. Okay, first subject of the night will be VA claims event update. So this afternoon or this morning, there was um, an event going on at the San Benito Main Veteran Administration Building. And I was really looking forward to having this one interview done for a documentary. And I was just going to talk about how I didn't really sign up with the VA, not because I don't like them, but it's just that. I was more interested in the stuff that uh, we do culturally as far as ceremonies go. And so I was going to be speaking on behalf of that. But as it turns out, due to crappy internet service, an email was sent to me, which I couldn't read because of the email, I mean, uh, internet. And um, the thing they told me was that 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 interview, the interview had been rescheduled. No, no, no. It had been postponed. It had been canceled. There we go. So since it was uh, canceled, um, you know, I just kind of hung around and um, I was just talking to some random people about um, all the stuff that I was doing with the uh, Clagato veterans, with the podcast, with the nonprofit, told them about the, uh, the Carnage Car Club and um, trying to tell them about the Hummingbird Initiative and try to tell them more about... Um, like the Clagato Veterans Cemetery. So all these things that I was doing, I was just saying as as agency secretary, all that stuff that I was doing for Clagato, I'm now trying to do for the agency. So this coming Thursday, uh, we have an agency meeting where I, I ask some uh, buddies of mine to come on over and they work with 7K Metals and that's um, that's a investment company with uh, collecting coins and stuff like that. And I told them to come on over, see if they can do a presentation and tell the veterans that rather than waiting for all that money from the council delegates to approve it and waiting for all that legislation and resolutions and 
all that bureauc bureaucracy, that it might be better just for them to start focus on um, uh, investing. Now that's kind of a little interesting because I know some some veterans are going to say, no, I you know I don't trust that, and yeah, that's fine. You know, it's not for everybody, so it's just kind of like one of the, for those that might want to try something different or have the um, the education to try something different like that. So that's the only reason why I brought them in. And um, and also another thing about that VA claim event today was there were, um, I, I asked them, I said, what is the biggest problem you guys have? You know, well, not the VA, but I was talking to the uh, executive director and a few other people that work there. And they were saying that a lot of Navajos, they come in and this event was supposed to be scheduled. You're supposed to make an appointment, but people were just showing up randomly and um, they want to get their benefits taken care of. And and the other thing that they're, they had a problem with was housing. The Navajo Nation Veteran Administration got like $3.2 I want to say it's in the $3 million area, but they're, all that money can only be made can can give them about 15 homes to be built and as it is um some veterans are already complaining like like over in Clagato they're saying we don't want these modular hogans we want a four-walled sturdy home and you know that's uh, that gets more difficult but I also asked the executive director I said is it cool for me to bring up these other programs like HUDVASH um, the USDA has their home building program. Uh, the VA has that Native American direct loan. And uh, there are like a few other small little places that help out. And he goes, yeah, you know, more Navajos need to be talking about that rather than always going up against the, uh, you know, the, I guess the council and the legislative process and the executive process and that just kind of takes a lot of time. So as long as he says it's cool, I'm, I'm willing to do that. And um, tomorrow um, I want to write all that stuff down. So that way when our agency meeting comes, me as the agency secretary, I kind of looked a little bit more well prepared. And that way I can talk a little bit more. So I get to knock out two birds with one stone. I get to talk about this housing and how to make money uh, um, for with that 7K medals. So that, I think that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know how this all will work out. I, I really don't. I really don't know. But I just want people to know those options are there, and so that way these veterans won't have to always argue and run back and blame people. And we're kind of at the point where you know we've we've been doing that so much we we haven't made any progress with the way I see. We haven't made any progress with the veterans or the tribe. And that's why these, that's why I'm thinking these um, uh, officials in government and tribal government, they've kind of just like pushed veterans off to the side and say, ah, you guys, you guys complain too much, but you guys want everything done for you. And so that's where I'm trying to stand up and say, hey, look, you know, the Fort Defiance Veteran Agency, all 26 chapters, yeah, we are doing something different. And that's also what I was showing the executive director and his other buddy. I forgot the title of that guy, but I showed them the uh, Fort Defiance Agency face cover, T-shirt, logo design. And um, yeah, that was just pretty much about it. 
they liked it. They were pretty intrigued. They were motivated and they were saying, you know, just keep going. I said, all right, you know, we'll, and, um, they did ask about like, you know, how are you going to keep track of the money? I was like, no, I don't want to keep track of the money. I just want people to go to Mr. T's and Gallup, order a shirt, order a face cover, support the local community like that. And then that money, um, he gets, I can't remember. I think it was about 5% of the sales tax or something, but the rest of the money that, that comes from it, it, you know, gives back to us. And if somebody has a problem with it, I'll say, Hey man, it's most of it's my money that I put into it anyways. So if anyone loses money, it's going to be me. But anyway, those are, those are the updates as far as that goes. And so now I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Cowboy. Mr. Cowboy, give me your uh, feedback on that. What do you think about all that? Because I know your your dad's a veteran and he's from another community where they they help him out a lot better. And um, you were telling me I should talk to your dad about that and so we can um, imp make improvements for Clagato veterans. <clears throat> Yeah, I did mention that the other day. Um, you see, my dad's a veteran, and his uh, organization is down in Rock Point. And most of the time, when they need help, they usually help out from with money, food, you know, whatever they need help with, just to stay, you know, to have money. I guess you can have food in, the, in their house. But uh, another thing is this. I went to a lot of veteran meetings with my dad. I go wherever it is that he always wanted to go. And he did, like, last time I took him to uh, Elroy, Arizona, for um, Ira Hayes' parade that they were having out there. And it was I, it was unbelievable how I, how I thought it was going to be, like, a small thing, but... A small parade, but there was more than just a couple floats, but there was a lot. I did record it. I did record some of it, but uh, lost my phone. <laughs> and if Clagato organization wants that kind of help, I'm sure they can sit down and try to, you know, work it out as, you know, helping each other to get what they need, just like supply materials for their houses food in their house, you know, even just to have money on the site, whatever it has to, you know, be, be pitched in, you know, I know there's a lot of money in every organization that's been with all the 26 chapters, they have so much amount of people, I mean, the money to be given to the local veterans, as far as I've been in so, so many meetings before, and I think that's about it. Well, are, you know, I'm not trying to put you down or anything, but are you a veteran? No. Okay. Well, if you were to join the military, which branch most likely would you choose to sign up with? Whoever takes me first. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> I'm ready to put my front line, my feet, and whatever I got to protect and serve this this country. Oh, okay. That's a good answer, man. I was I wasn't expecting that, but... Um, yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that, um, you know, what, what you were telling me earlier today that, you know, I can kind of reinterpret into what I'm doing here and that Ira Hayes, um, parade, I, I, I know where it's at, at out in Elroy, but I didn't know they actually had a parade. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like what, 
they were I, you, you said something about it takes a couple hours because it's like a small town or something can you just kind of give a little bit more detail about what you saw when you went there well what i saw was there's i mean it's from phoenix to elroy is about i think about two or three hours i believe i'm not too sure but it's around that range of, but then when i went to the parade it was in a small community I forgot what the town's name was, but it's before you get to Elroy. And when I seen the parade, I like I said, I thought it was just going to be a couple floats. But it was unbelievable. I seen Japanese playing, flying, submarine ships on a float. And uh, Four Bears Casino was there. And the local cops and Elroy cops, you know, local, I mean, around us. Area there was all the cops were you know in the parade as well, and um what was the other one too? I mean there was a lot of no okay well <clears throat> let me ask you this other question I was kind of wondering um what would you like to see this tribe the Navajo tribe provide or do for Navajo veterans so they don't struggle anymore? What do you what do you think is like the main thing that would help them out the most? Well, they, they fought for our country, you know, they fought for their country. It's best just to give them what they want so they can be happy, you know, instead of just putting them aside, like they don't, they don't matter because they're the ones that's dealing with hospital bills, you know, getting old age and everything, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not easy to say because I, I see it through my dad and I know it sucks. Mm -hmm. Would you be okay with uh, telling us a little bit more about your dad, his time in service, or you just don't want to talk about it right now? Uh, I can do that, yeah. Okay. Um, well, what, what branch was he in, first of all? And, and then also, if you know what occupation he was, you know, just kind of, just mostly those two things, but, you know, just kind of throw in what you mostly remember about him telling you about his time in service. Well, he never told me his branch or what line he was in, but oh. as far as I know, he went to Vietnam. Oh, okay. And when he told me that he was, when he was out there, yeah, he was, you know, on duty all the time. When they would have breaks, they would be drinking, smoking, and telling me that he would be doing some kind of drugs. And it, I was surprised when he told me all that, but... He always told me his first beer was Budweiser, <laughs> and his cigarette was um, native. I think it was a native or some kind of cigarette. I forgot what it was, but or some brand I forgot. But when he was out there, he told me that he's always on duty. And one time, they were on duty late at night until. They weren't expecting the Japs or coming and creeping on. Yeah, the enemies coming up, and they were creeping up until they shot a flare in the sky, and that's when they seen all those guys, and that's when they they were gonna get attacked, but they end up finding out. And he said that he when all that happened, it was a rush for him. And I know, and then I know he he told me that he did get wounded hmm. on the right knee I believe yeah the right knee so to this day he's he's you know he's limping I mean he, his knees is bad and you know and 
was hearing was going out, and sometimes it seems like you're, you're just trying to get to tell him something, but he thinks that you're yelling at him. But you know, you just got to be easy and calm with it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was a pretty interesting story, man. That <clears throat> I would just kind of like to have a little bit more <clears throat> for Clagatill veterans, kind of like if we could have our own building, you know. Stories like his can be put on like a small little plaque, you know, just kind of like for me, what my plaque would probably read is, you know, I was a office, office jockey. <laughs> That's pretty much how mine would read because I didn't go into battle, but I did serve, but um, I was ready for it. You know, just like uh, when the coronavirus nonsense hit, I was ready for that and but anyways, uh, so as far as all this goes with um, with our um, veterans in the local area, um, that is pretty much where we'll just keep it for now. Um, I don't really see no need to go any further unless you want to, unless there's another story you want to share. But for me right now, it, um, that, that's a pretty good, interesting story. I mean, every, all these veterans, uh, Vietnam veterans, all their little tiny... You know stories i i think it all adds up to you know just just what they had to do during that time that made them you know great people but unfortunately war does cause ptsd and other mental problems but you know it's good to keep their stories kind of going and we preserved it here today or tonight here on the podcast so um if you got anything else we'll add it but if not then we'll Jump to the next subject. Yeah, I got one story. Okay, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Well, this story is about my dad again, so that's fine. Uh, he told me that he was he got drafted, <clears throat> but he started drinking when he got that letter. I guess it was draft notice or something like that. So he started drinking in Gallup, of course, of all places. But he lived in Rock Point. So I don't even know how he got there, you know, from Raw Point to Gallup. But as far as he told me that he started drinking, and he ended up getting tossed in. But the supervisor of the jailhouse saying told he told my my dad told the supervisor saying that I just got drafted, draft to go to war, dude. And he didn't believe my dad. But then the next morning when he got called out, sure enough. He just got let go out of the courthouse and told him, get out of here, get on the bus or the train. Oh. <laughs> it was so funny when he, I mean, in his version and telling him, telling yeah. me the story was, was so hilarious. I just couldn't stop laughing. But That's when, even though he was still drunk or buzzed, I don't know, one or the other, but he still got let out right there instead of going to court the next morning because he, they confirmed that he, that he did get drafted. So they had, they just let him out from the jailhouse, and he walked downtown to the train station, I think, or the bus station. And he told me that he started hanging all the way because he had to get to California's, I forgot what base he had to go to. Oh. When he got there, he said he got his he got his butt chewed out, and he got on some night news, I forgot what it was, but that's the other story that I know he told me. And... I do did have two buddies of mine I went to school with. They did they did serve, you know, but one never came back. Rest in peace. Another the other buddy, he came back. 
But after he came back being um, discharged, he came back and got married, had a kid, and then he started, you know, started having bad health issues, and he died from his his health. So, as well to him, rest in peace. I mean, they were cool buddies of mine, but you know, that's why I respect all the veterans. It doesn't matter who you are, or if I don't even know you. I'm going to go stand with you guys with 100% because my dad's my hero. He served this world for me to live my all I am now. And I'm thankful for that. If if only, only people would, you know, sorry to be rude, but saying I wish everybody would know what it is, you know, what it's like. Because my dad means everything to me, no matter what. And I will... Do whatever it is to protect him while I'm still around as well. But in all reality, I wish we can, you know, get all together and, you know, buck down and see what we got to do to make everybody happy. Instead of, you know, putting it aside, pushing the veterans away as as much as you do want to, but it, they end up forgetting. But that's about it. Okay, well... <clears throat> You're definitely one of a kind, sir, but um, appreciate you for uh, going that deep. And, you know, I know not a lot of people want to get that deep, but uh, thank you for uh, giving us your insights on that. And um, we'll go ahead and uh, move on to our next subject. So here we go.